Welcome, my beautiful friends. I'm Darcy Justin to the Love Your Dreamy Midlife podcast, where so many women are ditching the midlife meltdown and learning to love their life again. I know all too well midlife can be tough. Yikes. It certainly was for me. It's a pivotal time in our life when we can stay on the struggle bus or get off for good. I decided to get off and embrace my life again. I became a midlife coach, mentor, and speaker to help other women just like me. That's why I'm sharing my life's journey, my strategies on how simple shifts can have huge impact. This is the perfect place for you to discover you, reconnect with you and your dreams. If you crave your best life, you may find it here. What does it mean to be a drama-free zone? I think that is incredibly interesting. And let's face it, we all know a drama queen, right? We all know, we, and you have them like from first grade up, right? Maybe even in a kindergarten, but you don't really realize they're a drama queen. They're just sort of upset all the time. But we've all had them over the years. And this goes from being a light queen all the way to being a heavy, heavy drama queen that just stirs up all kinds of issues all the time for everybody. So we're going to talk about tips today that can help us move away from having so much drama in our lives. I think the most important thing is what is drama and drama really, we all have drama in our lives. That's fine. That's absolutely fine, but we don't want too much of it, right? Too much of anything harms us. So too much drama is negative, completely negative, a waste of time draining and keeps you apart from your own positive energy. And it also keeps you from your best life. We want to be surrounded by positive energy. There are so many things in the world every day that we have to tackle, we have to deal with. Why add more to that pile, right? Why add more to that pile? I, I just want, I want less in that pile. Less is better in that pile. So there's really two parts to the drama. There's why is your life built full a lot of drama? And then how can you not get pulled into other people's drama? So first we're going to talk about ourselves and why do we believe our own drama? Well, I believe that it keeps us from not dealing with the root of what's going on in their life. And I'll be honest, um, I've shared many times that um, I was abused uh, when I was younger and so many of us that come from uh, certain types of pain or certain things that have happened to us that we had a hard time getting through, we will be tempted to stay in that drama, stay where things are comfortable and where we sort of know what's going to happen day to day. Even though it's negative and even though it's not good for us, it's familiar. And as human beings, we like to go back to familiar. That really kind of makes us uh, feel good about ourselves. So, and a lot of the other thing too, remember whether it's yourself or someone else, a lot of times these actions are done unconsciously. Sometimes we do them deliberately, but many times if it's become a, a mechanism for defense, a way to protect yourself, protect your mind, um, you're doing it unconsciously. So we're going to talk about things that you can look at 
if you feel like you have too much drama in your life, if you feel like it's stealing from you, um, I like to say hijacking uh, your, your positive energy and your positive life. I think it's really important to realize that our deepest, darkest thoughts and actions are the hardest for us to deal with, right? We push them down over the years and they like to just sort of hang out unless we can find a way to navigate around them or get rid of them for good. We have to be willing to sort of be more aware and take a look at that. I'm not a therapist, as you all know, I am a woman's life coach, but I end up getting into a lot of conversations about childhood and all kinds of issues around that and why, why we are where we are. Um, but I would recommend today that you just are open and that maybe you might want to be more aware. How can you start to recognize these things and realize that it's not good for you? And as my grandma used to say, stick a fork in it and go, yeah, that's a potato, stick a fork in it. So that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. And I'm going to give you some tools and tips on how you can recognize drama and maybe start weeding, weeding it out of your garden, right? Weeding it out of your life and going, oh, I got to take that out. Oh, I got to take that out. And eventually we get to this beautiful bed of flowers. And that's sort of, I think, what everybody wants for their best life. They want it to be beautiful and smell good and feel good. And um, you wake up every morning and you're not drained and you're not taxed and you're not filled with anxiety. Or we start believing what we want to believe to make us feel better. And that's really called drama. So if you're in that place, you might want to really think about that. You can absolutely change your story anytime in your life. You don't have to go back and tell everyone what happened to you when you were 10, because that's really taking on being a victim. Absolutely being a victim. And we don't want to be in that place because that's going to keep us from our best life and keep us from being a creator and, and, and a dreamer, right? If we're weighted down by that. You know, honestly, it doesn't really matter what your story was five years ago. It doesn't matter that your husband cheated on you and left you and you're devastated. I get it. I've been through all of that, believe it or not. What really matters is where are you today and what do you want your story to be? And that's one of the ways you can become very aware of the drama that surrounds your story and your life. So I basically said, I'm going to be a drama free zone a few years ago. And I love it. I love it. And there are several things you can do to protect your drama free zone. Um, let's face it, being in drama all the time, whether it's yours or someone else's is exhausting. And it steals from you. It steals like I just mentioned, it steals your creative juices, it steals your dreaming, it steals from you and it holds you down. It's like weights, right, in the bottom of your shoes. Um, and so I don't wish that on anybody and I certainly don't wish that on you. Um, drama also causes a lot of distractions in your life. Whether it's your drama or someone else's, it can cause an enormous amount of distractions. When you take a phone call from someone and you know maybe they're a toxic person or they're an energy drainer 
or they're a drama queen, that is a huge distraction for you. And if you're not a drama-free zone, you are immediately going to go tell someone else, share it with someone else, figure out how you can help them. You're going to get pulled into that. And that's what we don't want to do. Try to be aware of some of the things that I'm going to mention in a couple minutes and know that, okay, definitely I'm aware of this. And then start thinking about some things you can do to shift it. Um, it's really important to take a look at your life as far as whether or not how much drama you want in it, but always be aware of, are you starting drama for you or for someone else? Be aware of how you react to drama when someone comes to you and says, Oh, you know, my husband's cheating on me and you get into this terrible, terrible dialogue. And then uh, like human, like we're humans, we really want to go tell someone else. And then that becomes gossip. And that's just feeding the drama fire, right? When we do that. So do you feed it? Do you react to it immediately? And um, do you feel like you need to share it? That's a really something you could really look at and go, yeah, I think I'm guilty of that. Do you feel you need it? I honestly think there are people that really like drama in their life because it provides a high, you know, almost like it's uh, kind of a high for them and they kind of get off on it. Right. And I'm sure you've seen people before tell stories and you're like, Ooh, this guy's kind of really into this. This is kind of weird. So be aware of that. If you're part of that, do you feel you need that and why? Ask yourself why, how does it serve you? If you feel like you need too much drama in your life. Another thing I think that some women get involved in drama, whether it's your drama or someone else's drama, it can make you feel important and it can make you feel valued. If you've got a friend that's always calling you up and telling you someone else's business and drawing you into someone else's drama, you go, wow, yeah, she really, she really need to talk to me. Did she ask yourself that? Cause I think the answer is going to be no. You're placing value on someone else needing to come to you and gossip and spill drama all over the place. That's not healthy. That's really not healthy. That's a false sense of feeling like you're valued by that person or you're important or you're this or you're that. Be aware of that. There are lots of other ways to have reactions to that kind of stuff than being drawn into someone's drama. All right, we're going to talk about uh, 10 different ways that you can eliminate a lot of drama in your life. Some of these might pertain to you in particular, or it might be how you're getting sucked into other people's drama. I had a call about a week ago from one of my clients. And she said, I'm always getting sucked into so-and-so's drama. And they always call me late at night. I always pick up the phone and I don't know what to do. And I said, what do you want to do? And she said, I don't want to answer the phone. And I said, guess what? That's your answer right there. Don't answer the phone. So there are a lot of simple things we can do. One of the first things that I stopped doing probably about five years ago, and I, I, 
am very, very aware of it. And I really don't like it. And that, and I've talked about this before, is gossip. Be one of those people that's not pulled into your drama or other people's drama by gossip. Um, it's really kind of a nasty, ugly thing if you think about it. And sometimes we gossip because we think we're helping. Oh, well, I need to talk to Suzanne about this because she knows all about it and she'll she'll give me good advice. First of all, you don't need any advice. It's your friend's issue, right? Be aware. And second of all, your gossip. Whether you think you're doing the right thing or not, you are telling someone else's story to someone else and you're spreading it like jam on a piece of bread. Pull yourself out of that. I pulled myself out of it a few years ago and I love it. I just, I either walk away from it. I go, wow, that's not for me. I don't think that's appropriate. I'm very nice, but I'm very direct about it because that's how ugly I think gossip is. Be known as the person who doesn't participate in drama. I rarely get those weird phone calls in the middle of the night because people know I'm not going to be a person that's going to be pulled into it. I am a drama-free zone, hands in an X, drama-free zone. Because I put that out there, that's part of my, my vibe. It's part of my story. It's part of, part of what I want for my best life. I don't get those calls. And if I do, I don't answer them. You have to remember that minding your own business, <laughs> right? Maybe your, your mom used to say, mind your own beeswax. I don't know where that came from. That's really a funny saying though. I have to, I'll have to look that up now. I'm really curious. That's really what this is all about. You know, as they say, they started saying this, like maybe in 2000, 2002, they're like, stay in your lane. I laughed when I first heard that. I thought it was so funny, but it's so true, right? We don't need to get pulled into everything else that's going on around us. We will never get anything done. We'll never be productive. We'll never be happy. We'll be frustrated. You know, sometimes I get calls during the middle of the day and, and I see it's a friend and I call them later that night. You know, I just don't want those kind of distractions in my life. I'd never get anything done if I had all of those distractions going on all the time. Number three, speak less listen more. And we all say that, right? You have one mouth, two ears. What is that? You can listen to someone and slide into neutral, slide into neutral, put your car into neutral. You're not going anywhere, but you can be there and you can listen. It's hard. It takes practice, but you can do it. The other thing that's really important, the next point is have very solid boundaries around other people's drama. Be aware that there are two different things that friends can do with you. One is they may call and say, I just want to vent. And you're like, okay, I get that, right? I need to do that. Everybody needs to do that sometimes. And I'll say that to my husband. I'm like, don't try to solve this mystery. I just want to bitch about it. <laughs> and he knows when I say that, he's like, mouth is shut. He listens. That's a really nice tip if you're married. Um, say, I don't. I want to say this, but I really do not want to talk about it. I don't, I don't want you to try to fix it because men always want to try to fix everything. Like they're, they always want to fix their car, fix the house, whatever. It's just the way that they're wired, right? The other thing that's really important is don't try to have an immediate reaction because you can be very, very triggered by certain types of, of people and their drama. Remember, you don't need to have an immediate reaction. A lot of times we'll just go, that's interesting. Wow, I didn't know that. 
and I stay very, very quiet and I observe. And so many times that's really what people want anyway. And when they start stirring the pot and start wanting your advice and dragging you into it, that's when the drama starts immediately. Don't feel like you need to do that. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she did that to you. That's stirring the drama immediately. Just go, that's really interesting. Catch yourself if you start creating drama. We've talked about some of the different ways that we get pulled into it. So it's pretty easy to start being more aware if you're getting pulled into it, if you're feeding, feeding it. And just remember, drama can be very addictive, like a lot of other things that we do that are unhealthy for us. Giving a lot of unsolicited advice can really pull us into drama. So that's number seven, avoid giving unsolicited advice. Now, I used to be really bad at this, right? I used to be like, well, I think you should. Or even interrupt the person and be like, what? Well, here's what you need to do. That's really not a good idea. And one of the first things I learned in coaching, which was really, really valuable, is don't give advice to people that don't want it. So the only reason that you should ever give advice to someone is if they ask you, what do I, what do you think I should do? Or if you say, would you like a piece of advice and keep it very short and very brief so you don't start gossip. Keep your advice to yourself and avoid the unnecessary drama that comes from the advice. What if the advice is not what they needed? What if the advice is only going to make things worse? What if they go to someone else and say, well, I don't know, you know, Susie told me to do this. I really think I should do that. You don't really want to be in the middle of that. So believe it or not, when we think we're helping the most by giving unsolicited advice, we are stirring the drama pot. We don't know everything about the situation. There's no way we can. And we're making it worse. And it, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. It took me a long time to understand that. Because I love helping people. I love reaching out. I have six children. I'm always trying to be a mom, a helper, a friend. And guess what? It really did backfire on me and it really can backfire. That's probably the most important thing to be aware of in all of this. And when we give other people advice, we feel like we're saving them. We, it all actually, it's kind of a, a high for us. Like I used to feel like, oh, wow, I, I really gave that person good advice. How do I know? How do I know I gave them good advice? But it made me feel better. And so I had to really dig into that and go, wait a second, why are you doing this? Yes, you're trying to help, but what's, how does it serve you, right? The big question in everything is how does that serve you? Well, it made me feel like, oh, I guess I'm kind of important because I knew what to tell her. And that's not true because you don't know what's best for that person. Only they know what's best for them. Number nine, be willing to say no. Be willing to say no. And I did a whole video on this on YouTube to... Be willing to say no unapologetically because that is such an important superpower that I think all women need to need to get a hold of and need to really embrace. It's extremely powerful to say, no, thank you. No, I can't. I don't have time to listen to this right now. And part of that 
the other piece of that saying no is don't overcommit yourself. Overcommitting yourself, whether it's to friends or family or school or your neighbors, also can cause a lot of drama. So before I commit to anything, I go, I would like to think about that. I'm going to pray about that, whatever works for you. Because when we become overcommitted, we start messing up. And when we do that, all the gossip starts and all the drama starts. Well, I thought she was going to be here Tuesday. Now she's backing out of this and blah, 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 blah. And you know where I'm going with this, right? Because we've all done it. And a lot of it comes from a place of just wanting to be helpful, right? Uh, you know, can you run this meeting on Wednesday? Uh, I'm going to be out of town. And you immediately want to help that person. They're special to you. Maybe it's your child, a friend, a neighbor. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, of course I will. Dot, dot, dot. And maybe you're supposed to be somewhere else that evening. Maybe you haven't spent any time with your kids or your, your spouse. And then all of a sudden there's drama. Drama comes in da, 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 because you opened the door because you overcommitted yourself. So be willing to say no. Um, be willing to say, this isn't going to work for me. Whether it's a conversation, whether it's committing to something, be willing to say, no, not yet. I need to think about that. Back away. Back away. Back away is such a great, such a great phrase. Just step back and go, wait a second. I think I need to think about this. Number 10, learn to be the compassionate, the compassionate person in everyone's life around you. Learn to be the one that's smiling, compassionate, and know that any kind of drama is not going to be healthy for you or for that person. So if you start getting pulled into it, you need to step back and go, wait a second, I don't like this. And you know when it doesn't feel good. You absolutely know. It, you know, the hair goes back, on, on, on your hair on the back of your neck goes back. Your, you start feeling tension. You start feeling anxiety, right? It's just, it's very, very human for us to have those kind of reactions because our body, our mind, our spirit, our soul is saying, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't get involved in that drama. Don't listen to that. So this was a struggle for me, I'm not going to lie. And I feel really, really good about getting on the other side of it. And I was, someone did try to pull me into their drama uh, a while back. And I was thinking about it and I thought, you know, I think that's something really we need to talk about as women. Because we always think we're coming from a place of help. And many times it's the worst possible thing you could do. So I hope you've enjoyed this time together today and try to be more aware, right? I did a whole podcast on becoming more self-aware. So try to be aware of what kinds of people you have in your life. And I've always said there are many people walking around that need to have a warning label, right? They just need to have a warning label. Drama queen, right? Narcissist. <laughs> It would be so nice if we knew ahead of time, oh man, that guy is terrible.
But let me tell you something, when you feel, uh, you start to feel defensive, you start to make excuses, all of these things you're doing for trying to defend yourself, trying to protect yourself, that is something you need to be very aware of, whether it's a friend, a relative, a person, maybe even it's your spouse that likes to get you involved in drama. So I hope this has been helpful today and I really hope that you become more aware. I really hope that you will be able to um, go out to the garden of your life and start pulling some of these weeds out because drama is a horrible weed, right? Um, it just spreads everywhere. And then people come to you because they know you're going to listen to their drama and it just keeps going on and on and on and there's no end to it. So you're going to have to be the one that ends it. You're going to have to be the one that's aware and you're going to have to be the one that um, says, wait a second, I'm going to start reacting to some of these things differently because I don't really like this. And if you step back, the people that really are involved in a lot of drama, I guarantee you they are wounded, they're hurt, and there are things going on in their life that they need to deal with. And you're not helping them. You're not helping them at all. So I'm so glad we had this time together. Please come back and see me soon. I've got the podcast, Your Dreamy Podcast. I have a YouTube channel, Love Your Midlife. And I love spending time with you. And I hope some of these things are helpful. And I hope that you have a fantastic drama-free day. Bye, loves. Thank you for following me on this episode of your Dreamy Midlife Podcast with me, Darcy. If you enjoyed this, please leave me a heartfelt rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow plenty of goodness coming your way. Do you want to move forward faster in your life? Check out my private signature coaching package that has helped so many women get clear and unstuck. Head over to my website, loveyourmidlife.com. Don't forget to check out my show notes below where you'll find so many fun things. A free 30-minute discovery call? What? And join my email community today. Watch my videos on my YouTube channel and join my Facebook group. Both are Love Your Midlife. Oh, and I'm also on Instagram. Uh, okay, I think that's it. Have a dreamy day full of your desires. Bye, loves. Thank you.